Welcome to the War is Everything podcast, where we share scripture, discuss the Christian metal scene and music, and help promote lesser-known bands. I'm Zachariah. And I'm Hunter. And we're your hosts. Today's scripture reading is from Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. It says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, it's another episode, and uh, we're here to talk about ourselves. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I apologize every episode, so that was your turn. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we apologize for the talking part of it and having to listen to just us and not somebody cool or, you know, special guest or anything like that, but... Uh, yeah, we have a new song, so I guess that's kind of exciting. And yeah. it's going to be releasing. Oh, yeah, it's kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on who you are. <laughs> if you're uh, if you're like us and you're one of the dregs of society, then it's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we have uh, a new song that will actually be released the same day. Yep. So... Go and check it out on all your major streaming platforms. Whatever you use, it's probably there. If not, find a better one. No, honestly, it's probably because Spotify, it goes up first on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And if you want it to go live right on time on everything, you have to upload it four weeks in advance. I only uploaded it two and a half weeks in advance. So it'll be live on Spotify right away. But it might be a day or two for some other things. I know last time with Graveyard, it was a similar scenario. I only uploaded it like three weeks in advance instead of four, and it took like two days to finally be on YouTube Music. So if it's not on your uh, preferred streaming platform, just give it a day or two. (laughs) What he's saying is we're bad at planning these things out. It's not that we're bad at planning these things out. It's that... I look at it and go, I'm impatient. I just want to release it now. So I release it as soon as humanly possible. <laughs> also that. So it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be me talking to Zachariah. So prepare yourselves. Put your seatbelts on if you're in the car. If not, take them off because you shouldn't be wearing a seatbelt outside of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really tired right now. So I have a bad feeling about this episode. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it because that means I can just go off and Zachariah can actually laugh at my jokes for once. <laughs> Instead of giving you that like side eye, like, are you serious right yeah. now? That was the episode we just recorded. <laughs> yeah, so. this is uh, the second episode we've recorded tonight. So back-to-back episodes of sitting here talking, plus very little sleep and working long hours and working even longer hours tomorrow and I have to be up in less than eight hours already and yeah it's gonna be a good time we hate ourselves apparently so it is what it is but similar to the topic of the song (laughs) so (laughs) Zachariah was pointing out to me before we even started recording this hey what are we actually going to talk about because this song and graveyard overlap in like a thousand different spots, which is not musically, but lyrically and content wise. But this is, this is like another serious topic, but I'm like too tired to be super serious about it right now. So yeah, graveyard is more about 
mental illness in general and more depression. Where Agony Ends is just straightforward. It's about suicide. Yep. So this is, yeah, it's a heavy song. And honestly, listening to it after Bobby from Revelation Studios and uh, We Are Victory had mixed it and sent the final final mix and master to us, it started to hit me just how serious this song is because for those who aren't, for those who aren't, you know, in this realm, you know, praise God for that. But uh, for those who are, we, <laughs> whether I pray for you by name or not, trust me, I'm praying for you guys because I've been there. I am there sometimes. Yeah. There's so. a, I remember uh, when the idea for the song, I first had it, I started writing lyrics for it. And uh, I had the full song written, and I think we might have even practiced it once or twice. Probably. And then I was like, you know what? It was the first time I ever wrote a song that I was like, I'm going to write a song, but just to to write it. You know, Mm. like, this is a good topic to hit on. Let's hit on it. And then, like, I was reading through the lyrics I had written one day, and I'm like, you know, for someone who attempted suicide himself this is not my story you know yep and so i literally rewrote like the entire song and i remember yes i had even tracked a demo of it you did and we had to completely re-record and it was mainly well in the chorus a little bit but for sure the <coughs> verses the verses were drastically different oh yeah like the the entire rhythm of it i remember the first time I retracked that first verse, you just like looking at me like, well, that was different. Like, that's not what I was expecting or used to nope. hearing from this song. Nope. I honestly can't remember what the original is. I'm sure I have it somewhere in one of my computers. But uh, yeah, I compared to the new one, the new one, as soon as you started tracking, I was just like, oh, snap. Yeah. So, yeah, I know it's a solid song, but obviously the the content is very serious and like Zachariah said we're we're running on on fumes here so we apologize for any of the nervous laughing or just the uh you know the dealing with it from that standpoint uh, we tend to deal with our issues with humor as it is so being tired makes that far worse <laughs> uh but on the topic of the song so obviously this is a song that Zachariah wrote the vocals for and concerning the content he went from what was originally the the lyrics to telling his story which i think makes it that much more vulnerable but also that much more powerful in the delivery so i i don't know if you had anything that (laughs) that really like i mean you said that it wasn't your story and that's what drove you to change the lyrics to begin with I honestly don't even remember what the vo- that the lyrics were originally because they were so forgettable. You well, know? I mean, yeah, you said you wrote it as a topic. Like, you knew that that was the topic you wanted to write about, so you started to write about that topic rather than, okay, wait a moment, I have something to actually say about this. Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing is that <clears throat> the the chaos within my own head, you know, there was... For someone in a suicidal state of mind, you're not thinking straight anymore. You know, it's, you may 
be hearing literal voices. You may not, you know, or the voices inside your own head, just, you know, your own brain playing tricks on you. And, you know, I wanted to more capture that, that aspect of just like utter hell and chaos going on inside yep. your own head. <laughs> well, for those who haven't experienced it again, you know, praise God for that. But for those of us who have, let me take a moment to explain something. You never really know when things are just going to pop up, you know? So it, you could be driving down the highway and, you know, you hear people about, they talk about intrusive thoughts and intrusive thoughts are one thing, you know, where you just think, hey, it would be the worst thing in the world if I, you know, just turned into oncoming traffic. But people who are suffering with this and actively, you know, actively so, that's a normal thought, you know? The, the thought of, hey, this building is really high up, or hey, you know, I'm on the second story. What if I jumped out? Like, would that be enough? I'm like, oh, that's not enough to kill me. I'd have to go higher. You know, I mean, and that's sound, <laughs> I'm sure to a lot of people that sounds shocking at the moment, but uh, it's really not that foreign to those who have struggled with suicidal thoughts. So I just yeah. just a little insight to the to the mind and the life of those who, who struggle. And uh, again, we've said this on the podcast. It's okay to have Jesus and a therapist too. Yeah. And medication or whatever else is needed. Doctors are here to help. God is a part of that too. He didn't just let science be its own thing. Yeah. That's actually what you (laughs) just said right now. There is somewhat the second verse of this song in essence, because the second verse starts, this is my mind and this is my prison a fortress I built with the bricks of obsession. And that obsession is just what you're talking about. Every time you see, you, you know, I, you know, some people have, like you said, that thought of, huh, it would suck if I turned on into oncoming traffic, but I've been in that state of mind where that's all I think about. Yep. You're actively like, fighting it while you're driving like, all the time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's almost an obsession with how could I kill myself right now? Yep. Like what way, what is there around me that I could use? What can I do to just end it now? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm driving a forklift at work. Oh, if I, you know, drive it the right way, I could just drive right off the dock and onto the ground and maybe smash myself under my forklift, you know, that kind of thing. Like for anyone that doesn't know, that's what I do for a living. <laughs> Currently, until yeah. we become famous. <laughs> so Yeah, so like... That that is what that obsession in the second verse is talking about. Because I actually mm-hmm. thought about changing that lyric right there. Because I'm like, do are people gonna know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about that? Talking about obsession, you know. Like, well, that's the thing, and I I think just as we've talked about in just about every episode that we've recorded concerning mental health and other things, I think it's been an issue, and it's not even on the church you know, like a, a church building or like a specific pastor or anything like that. I think it's on the church as a whole, the body of that is the church. I think it's been on them that uh, it's not as widely accepted, you know, and I, I hate to use the word taboo because that just sounds like a buzzword, but it's when you look at depression that leads to suicidal thoughts or tendencies, we tend to think of that person in a few categories and this is for the the flawed view. I'm going to say that first. Flawed view. We see that person as somebody who, if you 
really are a terrible person, then you see it as somebody who has little faith. That I I can't stand when people say that someone has little faith just because they struggle with mental illness. That is one of the worst things you could ever say. And the second thing is you could just see that person as an outcast to society, which though the Bible does reflect on that in certain areas, it doesn't label them as outcasts in that they will never be able to be redeemed, if that makes sense. I think the toughest thing about it, too, is that you saying, you know, people who look at people struggling with mental illness that, you know, well, you just don't have enough faith. The problem is that to the person sitting there struggling with the mental illness, that's what they're telling themselves is, yep. I'm just, it's just, I don't have enough faith. If I, you know, yep. believed harder, if I was a better Christian, I wouldn't be struggling yep. with this. And so it's a, it's not the right thought. It's not true. But then you have people like reaffirming that mm-hmm. state of mind and that thought, and that just makes it even worse. Well, I mean, just as examples, the majority I can't say every, but I would say the majority of Christian metal artists and even just Christian artists in general suffer from some type of struggle, whether it's anxiety, depression, or suicidal thoughts or tendencies, whether current or in their past. And I would say, you know, not to to brag on us or our faith or anything like that, but as far as it goes for learned Christians in the Christian metal scene, I think you and I are in the top for sure. So in that, we know our scripture, and it's and it's not to say that God hasn't given us enough faith, but rather that the voices in our heads sometimes are just that loud. It's, it's overwhelming to the point that you have to remind yourself. So this is where the constant reading, the constant prayer, all of that does help, but that's not the, you know, you can't just say, if you did this more. But it is the thing that anchors you to Christ. That's the important part. So... I I just I worry about the modern the modern Christian who sees those people and has no idea how to help. First things first. You can acknowledge it without pointing it out. That's a huge thing. You don't have to make it the topic of every conversation. <laughs> Please do not. Um So but, you want to kill yourself today, yeah. Hunter? <laughs> I mean like and I get that there are, there are therapists who that's their job, you know, yeah. whatever. But we as Christians are called in Romans uh, to encourage one another. And sometimes that encouragement to one who is suicidal or just depressed is the daily text, you know, the weekly phone call, whatever it is, the thing that they're looking for. And that interaction to, to show them that they aren't cast out from normal society, that... Uh, their mental illness or their struggle is not the thing that determines who they are ultimately. And I will, I will definitely say this is that, you know, that, that text just to check in, you might get a, I'm good. Yep. And that might be all you get, but that meant the world to that person. (laughs) They may not respond with much, but it means more to them than what their response indicates. Yep. Just just being there is one of the biggest things. But, uh, yeah, in this song, uh, I get to I get to scream by myself for a moment, which is nice, <laughs> except for the fact that what I'm screaming is, <laughs> if I quit breathing, will this agony stop? <laughs> so, yeah, Zachariah is like, yeah, I want you to scream this part. And uh, honestly, 
I I thought I did pretty well with it, even yeah. in the initial mix. And then when Bobby finished it up, I was like, dang, that's not me. That's just Bobby doing really good. <laughs> See, the thing is, there's a lot of stuff off the EP because I did... The only vocals that aren't me are Ryan Thomas's feature on Made to Suffer mm-hmm. and Hunter doing the clean singing and Down with Leviathan. Rock did harmony on Oh, Prosperity. that's right. Prosperity. Mm-hmm. Otherwise... Yeah. All the screams and everything, that's me. But there's some overlap and stuff. So Hunter, when we play stuff live, he does some of those screams and stuff. And so originally with that part in Where Agony Ends, I was just going to record it and be like, hey, Hunter, could you just do this part live because there's a little bit of an overlap here. And then I'm like, what's the point in that? If we know from the very start that he's going to be doing it live. (laughs) Might as well figure out how to do it for recording purposes. So, Yeah, and honestly, that was a a one-day thing. That was just a... 45 minutes do a few takes of each because i it was a layered scream thing which is yeah i love that for this song honestly the layered screams add to the intensity and the the tension of the mental illness discussion and the i guess the overall topic i love how bobby layered the uh the second verse Mm. because through the second verse i have that like mid-range scream with that really low low layered underneath and that mid-range stream is def scream stream ugh, is what comes through more and that's what i told bobby to do with it so you know, that's what he did with it good job bobby you listen <laughs> <laughs> after we, we screwed you, it up for a month and a half straight. But, uh, um and then but it really with the low mixed in there it almost only sounds like one vocal track mm. even though it is two but it really adds that punch to it. Yep. No, this this song is is solid all around. <clears throat> I might be a little bit biased though. Um, See, it's got like everything. It's got the high screams, it's got the low screams, it's got the breakdowns, it's got a solo, it's yep. got, you know, like a little bit of everything. So thinking about this, I I sorry, just random. Musically, this is the first song that we've released that has only the current members yep. as part of the writing. I've definitely thought about that. <laughs> I uh I sent it to uh um Chris Daniel. I want to say that's his name and I'm going to feel really bad if it's not from um the Reborn? No. no um, man, I'm Give I'm me 2 seconds. I'm going to look it up. This is what happens when you uh don't prepare when, for stuff. Well, don't prepare for one, but we don't do that with our songs when we do this anyway. But uh, no, talking about uh, working with other bands and talking to other people, you the names just all, they blank eventually. It's how it goes, unfortunately. Yeah, I can like, li- return to sender. Return yes, to sender, there we go. I'm like, I can picture the logo and yeah. everything. Yeah, it's just, yeah it, Chris Daniel, yeah, Sorry, the name Chris. I have right. It's from return to sender. I sent it to him just as like a... I'm super excited because I uploaded this tonight and I want somebody to hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I sent it to him and he's like, dude, I've been jamming all of your old stuff. He's like, ah, this is, this is my favorite of all the work that you've done so far. He's like, not lying. This is, this is your yeah. best work. And so that was one of those, like, not that I don't think it sounds good. Mm-hmm. I think it sounds good. I like this song, but when you, lose the guy that was writing all the guitar work and everything beforehand you know there's that little bit of a like i hope that people still like it yeah because it's a little bit different than what it was before 
Yeah, well, you know? and that's one of the biggest things and one of the areas that I find myself continually can, or continuously challenged in, in that I'm not necessarily trying to maintain what we were, but at the same time, I'm trying to make it better, I guess, which is really hard because I didn't have a good basis to begin with. So this was a song, I'm pretty sure you gave me the opening rhythm for the the guitar parts and all that and th- it was one of those where i had to just come up with the rest of it kind of thing <laughs> i remember sitting there and going this is what i want i want to da dun da da dun yes da dun da dun dun yes da dun and you sent me a video of you yeah you sent me a video of you like doing the like mouth guitar performance and i had to like put it to actual guitar playing so you even got the da 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 part yeah i know right i'm i'm proud of myself <laughs> no, but honestly, I I was super excited about this song because overall it's I think it's one of my favorites, if not my favorite, especially for the newer ones to play. I love playing this song. But uh the breakdown is one of my favorites on this one. And yeah, writing this all from scratch has been one of the greatest challenges, but uh as it grew, you know, because we we had this song was it just after our February performance, we I had the original idea for this song. I sent the original lyrics I had mm-hmm. to you and Maddie back in I think January. Okay, so it's been a while. Yeah, so that I mean, this thing has been through many revisions, but uh, musically, it's grown a lot. And then Bobby took it the extra step. I oh yeah, I can't I can't not give him credit. Honestly, it was phenomenal. That uh that lo-fi part that he added right yes. going into the breakdown oh that was just like one of those that like wasn't there and then it was there yep. and it was like that's what this needed i didn't know this is what it needed but that's what it needed yeah this is one of this is for all the artists out there this is one of those let your producer produce for the love of god just let him do his job yeah because <laughs> he he has good ideas i promise you whether it's our guy bobby or if it's somebody else, let them produce if that's what they're offering because they have good ideas, I promise. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, we have this set in our head, like, this is what the song sounds like. And then, like, he adds so many mm-hmm. little things, just one tiny little thing here, yeah. one little thing here. And it just takes a song that I'm like, eh, okay, it's a song. And makes it like, oh man, I want to punch somebody now. Like, <laughs> if for Jesus though, yeah. <laughs> I punch that kid square in the chest. Let him to the Lord right there. I don't know if you guys have seen that video, but that one's one of my favorites. It's hilarious. It just look it up on YouTube. Guy punches kid in the chest, leads him to Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, it's this song Bobby did so much with and. Listen, because obviously it's going to play at the end of this, so listen for it. Um, one of my favorite things that I noticed, like after the 20th time of listening through it, was the choirs that he, like we send him all the different parts and he does things with it. But like at the very end, I have, a, I think it was a male and a female choir part, but uh, Bobby had took it and cut it to be like specifically certain parts for volume increases or something like that mm. during the final breakdown I did not notice that. I'll have to listen again. Yeah, you need to listen better. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's it sounds really cool, honestly. Just 
yeah, listen for it, and then when you're when you're done listening to it, play this podcast again so we get another play, and then listen to the the song again at the end, or just go stream it wherever it's right. available. Well, yeah. So I I don't know if everybody realizes this because most of the clean vocals in the EP. I was gonna say of everything we've done, but Graveyard didn't have any clean vocals, so the no. only thing that we've released <laughs> so far that has clean vocals is the EP. Most of them are me, and if anyone didn't actually know. The clean vocals in Down with Leviathan are Hunter. Um, I'm sorry. So we did bring the cleans back. You know, yeah. Graveyard just felt like a heavier song and didn't lend itself to no. any clean vocals and clean singing. The clean singing is back. You know, those are my vocals in the chorus. But I really like when I had the originally uh, original idea for this song, the whole point was for it to be heavy and chaotic and then to just quiet. So yep. you'll hear at one point, right at the ending breakdown, you'll hear me just scream out silence. And the whole idea of that is just God silencing the all that chaos and all the voices, and it just mm. quiets down to just some clean guitars. And then my singing voice is harsh, you know? What purpose? No, I've never heard that before. Right, right. <laughs> even my, you know, I do all the screams and growls and stuff, but even my clean singing is fairly harsh. <laughs> so, you know, but I wanted like a really soft singing voice. And not only that, but I wanted a distinctly different voice, you know? And so Hunter got to do some more vocals on this song. Yeah. So, this, uh, this one was exciting. And so Zachariah gave me pretty much the lyrics. It's the lyrical version of what we read at the beginning for the scripture, Matthew yep. 11. And so, honestly, I, I took it and I played around with it and randomly one day out of nowhere, I just had the idea. And I don't remember if I had the guitar part first or not, to be completely honest, but the very ending of the song is probably the most melodically intricate thing that we've ever done because it's two guitar parts, both clean, one harmony, one lead, and then there's a bell part that plays with it, which is another <laughs> melody line. And then there's me singing. So it's honestly, it, it's crazy. And that, well, and Maddie too, because Maddie plays something very mm-hmm. cool over it too. So honestly, it's it's one of the things that I'm I'm very proud of for, despite being in a metal band, playing something so, I guess, theory based. But uh, yeah, it it sounds really cool. I mean, forget the theory. It just sounds cool. So. <laughs> yeah, that that part, sometimes that part jokes chokes me up a little bit because it's just so, like, smooth and clean and after all the chaos, yep. you know, just because, yeah, it, it essentially is just Matthew eleven twenty eight. Mm-hmm. You know, much. like, almost word for word. Very close. You know, and so it's just, yeah, after all of that, to just go into that and that reminder. Yep. Live. We've played this song live twice, technically, because we played it at both nights for Life Fest. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, even then, before we had everything recorded, before it was sent off and mixed and all that with our guy, um, playing this song live, like I said, is one of my favorites, especially of the newer songs. Um, That ending part, especially going from the silence to the clean singing and the reminder. I mean, you can never beat the power of scripture, which is 
yeah, I'll, <laughs> there's nothing more to say that. It's just what it is. Yeah. So honestly, I, I love this song in the way that it's laid out. And per Zachariah fashion, it, uh, it's not like a full conversation, but it has the dueling sides, which I think a lot of our music has that as a, as a, not a theme, but uh, as the overall writing style, everything's always the, the tension between. So, and I think the song really captures it well enough. And especially throughout the first, well, first 90% of the song that when you get to that final resolution and into the clean part, everything just feels like, you know, thank God it not thank God the song's over, but thank God that the, the struggle, the battle is over. Even if this moment is all that I have for peace, even if this moment is all that I have for sanity, you know, here's this moment and thank God for that. So, yeah. I don't really know if we have anything else to talk about concerning this. Unless we just want to play bits and pieces from the graveyard episode again. <laughs> right. <laughs> just copy and paste yeah. a little bit. So, well, I think it's not the worst thing in the world to let them have a, a shorter episode so they can just uh, Get listen to the, to the song. Yeah. <laughs> and say, after six or seven hour long episodes in a row, I think they'll be fine with a 30 minute episode. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so that's all we got. We hope you guys love the song. Honestly, go check it out anywhere, everywhere. Review it. Send it to your friends. Send it to your uncle. Tell him to send it to his friends because we want everybody to listen to it. But also because this is a ministry for us. Yeah, it's great to see our our views and our our streams and our listens go up on everything. But uh, the only reason we rejoice in that is because it's the gospel being presented. So... Yeah, I think this song is, of all of our songs, definitely the most, like, gospel forward. For now. For now. <laughs> For now. For that, now. I feel like we, like, vaguely tease every single episode. We're, like, <laughs> vaguely teasing. Another song. You know? Yeah. And it's like they're gonna eventually be like, guys, just give us the freaking music already. Like, <laughs> we're working on it, I promise. But anyway, all right, enjoy the song and uh, yeah, let people know about it. Share the love of Christ. All right, peace out. You can help support us by heading over to anchor.fm forward slash TWIE pod and clicking on the donate button where you can select one of a few monthly donation rates of one dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. All money helps to keep this podcast up and running, as well as supports lesser-known Christian artists. Thank you for listening, and God bless. Oh,
If I could breathing, will they? 